Welcome to Stone Me, a podcast that investigates Scotland's oldest places. I'm Matthew McGee and I live in Glasgow in Scotland and I spend a lot of my time riding my bike around the remoter corners of the country and I'm always intrigued when I spot a standing stone in the middle of a field or even a whole stone circle just sitting there. They seem so mysterious, almost eerie, a haunting remnant of our most ancient past. I vowed to find out more and what better way to get to these remote monuments than by bike so I convinced some of Scotland's top archaeologists to meet me on site to tell me all about them. They would have been descended from people who came from the continent, probably from the Nord Pas de Calais, region of northern France. On the continent, they'd been farming for a thousand years, so they knew what they were doing. They sought out good agricultural land, they found it, and they were successful farmers. They also sought out other immigrant farming communities to network with them because you need friends, you need supporters, you need to keep your gene pool healthy. And and part of the connections that we can see involve the exchange of very nice axe heads and raw material for making axe heads. Well, I think some of the, the, the houses, some of the domestic structures you see in Orkney have very, very fine architecture. But at the nest, they seem to take that to a different level. Structure 10, which was the, the kind of last, the biggest, the grandest building, when it was first built, it must have been one of the, the finest pieces of architecture, not just in Britain, but in Northwest Europe. The use of different coloured sandstones, the use of uh, standing stones in a kind of very ornate entranceway, the scale of the larger central chamber, the amount of art that was discovered from it, but also the, the stonework is just immaculate. Some of those are so fine, it's just jaw-dropping. Monumentality is, is very much a farmer thing. So it could be that the farming lifestyle promoted the conditions that monumentality could happen. But it may also be that the farming created a spiritual need for things like the fertility. Fertility of crops was something that hunter-gatherers didn't need to bother about. Becoming a farmer was more than just being able to make bread or to have, make beer. Becoming a farmer changed everything in people's lives and their, their, their personal relations, social relations, material culture, their toolkit, their outlook on life, their religion, everything changed. So farming is a profound change in, in so many different ways and monuments are one of the most material outcomes of that, I think. And sometimes I regretted my decision to do this by bike, loaded up with all my recording equipment. I think you should have guessed that when I chose to do a programme on Cairn Papple Hill, that there would be some climbing involved, and indeed there is. I'm on a steep road out to Bathgate in between Glasgow and Edinburgh. But the rewards were immense. Not just the knowledge I gained about these fascinating people, but the experience of just being in these most sacred places of our most ancient ancestors. So if you want to hear about the cosmic light show at One Stone Circle that only happens every 18.6 years, or follow the incredible story of the richest site for generations that was only accidentally found by someone ploughing a field just 20 years ago, or hear from the man that built the first astrologically aligned stone circle in Scotland for three and a half thousand years, then Stone Me is for you. 
We learn about the Neolithic period when these monuments were built, that incredible moment when we first settled down as farmers, leaving the hunter-gatherer life behind us. This was in many ways the moment that societies as we know them were first created, and we'll learn more about these people than you might think possible. We know who they were, where they came from, what they ate, and some of how they built these towering edifices to themselves or to the land or to the spirits. We know how far and wide their social and economic networks extended, and we know how they treated their dead. We'll travel to the islands of Arran, Lewis and Orkney, to the top of a stunning hill in central Scotland from which you can see both coasts of the country, and even to one site in the heart of Glasgow city centre. So join me on my journey and hear the stories of our earliest selves direct from the experts. I hope you enjoy Stone Me, investigating Scotland's oldest places.